I what I quickly want to know is, you know, what if somebody feels like they don't want to reach out to somebody professional because they feel like their problems are not that huge? Uh, do you think uh, this is a rational thought? Um, even if it's an irrational thought, all irrational thoughts are also normal. All of us as humans are very, very irrational, and that's perfectly normal. But to anyone who's telling me that. that i don't want to seek professional help and i have had friends and family of course who said that no i don't want to go to therapist i've always started with okay if you don't want to go don't go but at least can we talk about what are your fears or what are your inhibitions regarding talking to a professional so it's important that we destigmatize uh mental health mental health conversations that even if you don't want to go to a professional i respect your choice again they need to consent to going to a professional and if they don't we shouldn't be forcing them but we should still talk to them about okay what do you think is the worst thing that could happen if you go to a therapist or if you go to a psychiatrist or if you go to a counselor so beginning there and really trying to understand where are they coming from because if they have had past experiences or if they've had some sort of media influence where they've seen uh, shahrukh khan pretend to be in love with his client it can be very confusing as a person who's not been exposed to any prior experience of therapy and then watching that because there's so many therapists in media who are portrayed to be toxic who are portrayed to be uh even i have definitely seen a lot of tv shows where therapists have assaulted their clients and that's not how therapy is ideally i'm not saying that therapists don't like are perfect absolutely not there can be few bad therapists also just like there can be therap- there can be uh, any professional in any career that can have ill intentions right 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 but but therapists are not what you see in media or online or or you know something that you may have thought of so the best thing that you can do if your friends or family or partner or anyone you know doesn't want to go to a therapist say okay don't go how about we make them a call and we'll just have a phone conversation right let them see if you feel comfortable or if they don't feel comfortable ask them okay if there's something that that could make you more comfortable what would that be would you prefer a therapist of a particular gender or of a particular sex or of a particular uh, gender identity of a particular age right for example i am a 25 year old and i know for a fact that if i went to a therapist who's 50 i'm going to feel a little bit like no i don't think they completely understand what i'm going through although they are phenomenal and they have amazing experience and even amazing reviews in the therapist uh community right uh, do you think so making sure that yeah go on uh, do you think a yes but game you know using your reference using the example that you gave do you think a yes but game with uh, with such kind of a person can help them so yes but is usually played when you don't want to solve a problem okay. right so if your intention is not solving a problem then yes but might help <laughs> but if you really want this individual to go to therapy or to explore therapy because therapy is not just for people who are struggling in terms of mental health okay therapy is for everyone 
simply because therapy the goal of therapy is to help you become more authentic more or uh, better in terms of your own goals right, right so for example right. uh, you don't like ideally we should all have regular checkups regular physical checkups regular blood checkups routine cbc routine uh, urine reports and all of that right that is supposed to be the norm we shouldn't go to the doctors only when we fall absolutely sick so and that's how we should approach therapy conversations about mental health should be normalized and destigmatized otherwise we will hear more about uh people who are struggling struggling with abuse struggling with trauma struggling with pain and hurt and toxicity in their relationships and they are not able to maintain a stable job or a stable relationship and more importantly they entirely lose their mental peace so if you don't think that you are struggling with these concerns okay great but where do you think you could do better right where do you think you feel like there is something lacking in terms of goals maybe you miss something in your life maybe uh, maybe there's a new phase of your life for example some of my clients had moved from india to a different country Uh, to study there and they came to me specifically because they need to uh, accommodate their changes that will happen in the new country that they are moving to better because it's going to be such a huge cultural shock when you move from one country to the other they may not speak the same language they may have a different accent they may have uh, not the same kind of food it's so much adaptation in terms of climate in terms of mood in terms of interactions you will feel lonely even if you know that country very well and even if you've wanted to go there since you were like 5 years old right so every positive change and every negative change comes with consequences which are unpleasant so i do think that everyone should approach therapy but i respect the fact that some people may not want to and they can always use alternative methods of filling their cup right uh, we have usually seen this tag that you know people apply to uh, to individuals that you know this this guy is an introvert or this guy is an extrovert uh, how do you think uh, the lockdown has had an effect on these tags and you know how do you feel uh, this uh codependency on these people between this entire time has gone around so individuals who are in a codependent relationship uh i assume are going through more difficult times during the lockdown because they are interacting more they are more sort of in each other's faces all the time and hence frustration pain anger or uh, the games of like yes but are going to be more common right and after this period of lockdown it's going to be so much more difficult to untangle and detach from this relationship for example before the lockdown i was working and i used to go for good 6 to 8 hours to office and i have a very young dog and he would be perfectly fine at home but after a couple of weeks of lockdown even if i would use the washroom for a couple of minutes he would sit outside and he would start barking right so even in animals who are not typically anxious they also start becoming anxious and they also start getting affected by how many people are around how often are they around and what are their emotions what are they going through what are the mood changes that are affecting them 
So if an animal can pick up something like uh, like this, like a five second or a ten second separation is something that made my cute little dog uh, very anxious in that minute and insecure in that minute, then it's possible that this in, these individuals who are in a codependent relationship much more because three or four months of intensified interactions um, also more constant interactions can be very difficult because detangling from that is not so easy especially without a professional help right oh uh, you mentioned something about uh, people being in environments that are uh, that we can term abusive uh and you know more so at a time when uh, people are stuck in their houses and there's no means of stepping out uh what are the things that you think can help people in such environments uh in order to you know deal with the situation so uh for individuals who are in an environment that is abusive what i'd ask them to check is what kind of agency do you have right for example like i mentioned earlier i'm a 25 year old that means i naturally have a little more agency than someone who's 15 so the most vulnerable population during this time is children who are living with parents who are either physically verbally or sexually abusive right but anyone who's an adult is naturally going to have a little more uh, agency right and they're going to be able to help themselves a little better so the best thing that i can recommend for anyone who has agency is to make sure that there are times where you are separate from the individual who is abusing you or from the individuals who are abusing you because there can be more than one right so making sure that there is some sort of a time constraint and i think this is why we are seeing more sleep difficulties also so many of us end up staying more awake at night and sleep throughout the day because we don't want to interact with our family members and that's such a creative way of solving a problem when you are sleeping how will someone wake up and have a fight with you or abuse you right so yeah. if you need to change your sleep cycle and make it uh, like a completely different one to what one would call typical that's okay so make sure that you limit your interactions you make sure that you are safe so if there is one particular room that this individual doesn't go to do that if you need to take a bath for half an hour just so that you avoid a particular conflict please do that also if you are in an abusive environment what is likely to have is something called reality shifting or something that we also refer to as gaslighting right for example if i let's say have a fight with my partner uh i may end up denying that no 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 i didn't say these words no i didn't label you no i didn't uh start the fight you started the fight right so i'm going to make sure that after the fight i blame them for the fight and i deny playing any role in that particular conflict and this is what we call gaslighting that means we deny and we distort the reality to this extent that we force the other person to believe our version of the reality is true and this confuses every individual who is in an abusive situation so much because they are like no we just had a fight and you did say this 
right so making sure that you believe your reality is is very important otherwise you're going to feel like so confused you'll end up self-loathing you'll end up blaming yourself and you'll feel okay what just happened this person came in they fought with me and now they're completely denying everything that they happened and that is more frustrating when someone denies your pain denies your reality and denies the validity of your feelings uh, making sure that you assess the reality and even when they don't affirm even when they don't validate your feelings you validate them for yourself and say okay maybe you don't think this happened in my opinion this definitely happened right another thing that this individual can also do is for example they can set boundaries they can negotiate which boundaries will this person compromise on for example a lot of people say okay that you can verbally abuse me but you cannot physically abuse me now in ideal case scenario i wouldn't want any human or any uh, organism also to be abused verbally physically or sexually but in certain cases verbal abuse is going to be very much a part of life and that's very unfortunate but if a client needs to protect themselves physically that's also very important right because from verbal abuse at least you can put on your earphones or you can still dissociate from what the other person is saying you can think other thoughts but when someone is causing physical pain to you it can be a little more difficult to forget right i'm not denying at all the importance of emotional pain or the hurt that emotional pain causes all i'm saying is there may be some sort of compromise that you achieve with the individual who is abusing you and there are some very very strict boundaries that you should draw and you say this is not okay and if you do this either i will call the police or i will do xyz in that case uh and actually doing it not just threatening them that i'll do it but actually acting upon it would be important right moving to you know a professional front right now since we are all working from home i think what i see happening is people are generally feeling entitled to receive quicker responses you know because they feel like the other person is available because they are at home how do you think you deal with you know this this expectation from somebody else i love this question because it again reinforces the fact that boundaries are so important there's a reason why we have the concept of a 9 to 5 job right and i love the word that you use that is entitlement and that is so right especially in the indian work culture uh, which is just capitalism and abusive it's going to be a lot about i can email you at 1 am and expect a response at 3 am right so even if the other individual who may be your superior or senior in hierarchy they, if they expect a response just because they see you online at 1 am you still can consent and or not consent to respond but just because you're online that doesn't mean you owe them a response right so what i usually recommend is having specific time when you will respond to emails for example if you start your day at 11 am inform your colleagues that you will respond between 11 to 12 to all emails between 12 to 1 to all messages but after 1 o'clock you're going to take a break from responding to mails and messages and maybe engage with let's say more administrative work or documenting work 
or client related calls that you may have to make right so segregating your day in a very specific and expectable fashion can help with the uncertainty that covid-19 brings and also it will it will give you so much clarity with respect to the organization so organizations can be very abusive and making sure that you take your weekends off or making sure that you still take your days off that you need to and limit the hours that you're working because we are at home it's possible that due to chores or due to extended lunch times we may not have the exact 9 to 5 kind of a day but let's say if you work from 9 to 12 then you take a good 2 hour lunch break from 12 to 2 then you resume from 2 to 5 then you take again an evening walk break from 5 to 6 on your terrace and then again you rejoin from 7 to 8 but having some sort of schedule and time boundary and space boundary is very important so uh informing the other person how much time do you have available for this conversation like letting them know that hey i have to go into a meeting in 10 minutes can we finish this conversation in 10 minutes um would be some some sort of solution that i recommend and please please set boundaries otherwise towards the end of the lockdown i'm pretty sure that most people who haven't set boundaries are burned out by now absolutely absolutely also this i think you know happens uh, to be on an employees end uh, now if i talk about the employer end as such uh, how do you think uh, an employer can ensure that their sense of uh, self or you know their self esteem isn't greatly impacted uh, by the small external changes that they see in the routines of their employees this is a wonderful time to invest in an organization if your organization and your the culture of your organization is built on values that are something that your employees agree with if the organization itself has integrity something like covid-19 i'm not saying it's going to be like a very easy peasy thing to deal with but it will relatively pass with some ease because you will have the support system coming from the organization you will have security that you won't lose your job you will have security that even if you're not getting paid right now you will get paid later sometime and if you have the kind of support that you need the kind of security that you need from your organization only then will the creative juices of the individuals flow right so it's absolutely important to one validate uh, all of your employees to embrace the chaos that covid-19 brings embrace the chaos that the recession and the economic uh, downfall is going to bring and i don't say it lightly as a person who's who has her own own private practice and is an entrepreneur uh, at such a time in my career where i'm supposed to be in the peak of my career i'm actually taking a very hard hit because of covid-19 but life hasn't offered us any choice in terms of not going through covid-19 right so towards the end of this even as an entrepreneur or uh, as a, as a person who is higher in the hierarchy either we can move towards post traumatic stress or we can move towards post traumatic growth so this wonderful time that covid-19 has given us is important time to invest in nature invest in self care invest in building integrity of our organization 
if you don't have um, the kind of normal work that you would pre-COVID. And and I assure you that that kind of an investment will bring the returns post the COVID situation. Right. Absolutely. Uh, lastly, what I want to ask you on a general note is, uh, you know, talking about mental health as a whole, uh, where do you think we are currently in terms of addressing issues uh, that come along with uh, mental health in comparison to, you know, maybe how we were around 20 years ago? I do think that we've come such a long way in having conversations and it has been such a wonderful journey and I feel so deeply grateful for every support system, every organization, every mental health practitioner and every general physician also who or homeopathy doctor who some in some sense provided some sort of support, family member who has provided some sort of support. I love the fact that people are having more conversations, more uh, open-ended dialogues uh, about mental health. But I do think that, and I, I assure you that I'm not playing yes, but I do really think that we are far from where we need to be, considering that India is one of the countries where suicide rate is really high, considering that even it's not just about the suicide rate right we also need to measure happiness index and india's india's happiness index is not looking good so we do understand that we as a country are compromising on our happiness to meet certain needs and whichever needs we want to meet when we fail to meet those needs there is a large population uh, especially the minority groups uh, minority religious groups and the marginalized groups in terms of the socio-politically marginalized groups or uh, individuals who belong to the LGBTQ community, these populations are dying by suicide uh, at a very high rate. And that's not okay. That's not something that uh, I can sit with. And that's where I think that so much more work is needed to be done and transformational work uh, that needs to be done uh, and hence, I do think that we are far away from where we need to be. Absolutely. Lastly, I just want to put it open, you know, open the floor for you. If you think that you want to use this platform to say anything out to the general public as a professional from the field, if there's any message that you want to give to the audience as a whole, this is, uh, you know, please go ahead. Thank you so much for offering that. All I want to do is take a minute to breathe first and then ask the audience to take a breath too because this has been a heavy journey this has been a relatively long conversation and I'm sure that there may be something that they found triggering during that conversation so please take a breath I really really do pray and hope that everyone is safe that everyone comes out of this stronger and in some sense uh, more grounded, more aligned with their values. For everyone who's grieving the loss of a family member or friend or colleague, anyone who's grieving in general, the, the three months that we lost uh, to the lockdown, to COVID, 
and yet is doing what they need to i say thank you and i say sorry for your loss i understand that this has been a very difficult time for all of us globally and i really really just pray that everyone is taking care of themselves their mental health their well-being if there is anything that is pushing you towards a breakdown please take a step towards your mental health towards your well-being there are really good therapists out there there are very good uh, practitioners counselors that are out there psychiatrists who may be out there please reach out to anyone if you don't feel comfortable with them please reach out to your general physician or your homeopath or your ayurvedic doctor anyone that you feel supported by please reach out to them because these times are hard and these times are very difficult so i hope that you're loved you're you're cared for you are attended to and that you really feel safe and if you don't i hope that you will take the steps you need to in order to take care of yourself thank oh. you is there something you would like to say i hope i haven't triggered you in any way and if i have i'd like to sort of it's best that we address that i think uh, i think this is a conversation that uh, that you know we can we can keep having and uh, this is a conversation that can have questions and questions and we probably may never come to an end but uh, i really do want to thank you for uh, for having taken taken out the time to speak to us at anonicast and and i genuinely do hope that even you are are keeping well and uh, you're safe thank you so much for having me thank you so much for caring enough about your audience and about your community that you're essentially building and for caring about their mental health and will well being um, because you're not catering just to create content and you're going beyond uh, you know what an organization needs to and i really really deeply appreciate that so thank you so much for having the intention and following up and not doing this just because it's work to do that but doing it because we owe it to the community uh, as people with a platform or voice or agency and i appreciate that you used your agency i'm really really glad so thank you for uh, starting this you, conversation and reaching if, out if you have the time and if you give me the opportunity i have one last question that's just come to mind absolutely Yes, uh, absolutely. Let's go. What I want to ask here is, uh, does a therapist also need a therapist? <laughs> absolutely. I can't tell you how many therapists I have been to, and I usually don't say that. Oh, please go therapist shopping and go five, take five therapists. Uh, but I have recognized that in my own journey of learning psychology, and also going through life. that i needed different kinds of support at different points of time in my life and not one therapist was perfect they all supported me in different kinds of ways and i'm glad that they were all part of my lives and if it wasn't for my therapist i wouldn't be where i am i wouldn't be uh, in the mental health state that i am in and i wouldn't be doing as well as i i'm doing today right because i really want all of us to move beyond just survival and say i am fine and move towards here i'm thriving and i am doing great and i'm doing awesome right so if you think that there is anything that you can do better your therapist or your therapists can be a, a great place so yes therapists do need therapists uh, it's very good it's ideal for 
everyone to have therapy, especially therapists, because if if we forget objectivity and we are not grounded, then we can harm our clients in some way. So I do recommend that even the therapists who are listening to this conversation that they go to therapy therapy themselves. This conversation has been insanely insightful, to say the least. And I again want to thank you to have taken out the time. While we recognize and understand the fact that everybody deals with their emotional ups and downs subjectively, we sincerely hope that through this episode you were able to find a better insight um, or like a deeper perspective in terms of everything that has happened in the last couple of months and also everything that is yet to follow. So stay safe, stay healthy and we promise to come back with content that is unknown, unscripted and uninterrupted. Thank you so much.